from high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, this is Checking In with Check for a Love. Arizona's prominent breast cancer nonprofit, providing free education, mammograms, wigs, and support. Now, let's check in with Check for a Love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Checking In with Check for Lump. I'm your host, Ashley Plum, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly Rose. Hey, Holly. Hi, Ashley. I'm excited for our podcast today. We have a fabulous guest. Yes, it's Dr. John Clock, CEO of QT Imaging. So it'll be a fun one. We're going to learn all sorts of fun things. Before we get started, I want to thank our annual sponsors for helping make this podcast possible. Arizona Center for Reconstructive Breast Surgery, Arizona Diagnostic Radiology, Cancer and Blood Specialists of Arizona, Cigna, Mint Dispensary, Pfizer, SnorQuest Laboratories, and True Leaf Harvest. We appreciate all of you. Now, when we were originally scheduling our, this podcast, we had scheduled with the uh, Dr. Susan Love Foundation and speaking with Dr. Susan Love it is with deep sorrow that she passed away in July. Um, Dr. Love was a breast surgeon, was the founding mother of breast cancer advocacy and research. And uh, she was an early advocate of cancer surgery that conserves as much breast tissue as possible. She set up the Revlon UCLA Breast Center in 1992, a founder of the National Breast Cancer Coalition, Dr. Susan Love's breast book is considered the global Bible for people with breast cancer. In 1996, she retired from the active practice of surgery to dedicate her time to finding the cause of breast cancer to achieve her goal of ending breast cancer in our lifetime. Dr. Susan Love Foundation, NIH sponsored study proved the efficacy and handheld ultrasound devices with AI to bring mammography to women in remote and under-resourced communities and countries. Dr. Love's foundation partnered with the privately held technology company QT Imaging to continue her study to map the ducts of the breast. To further the research, the foundation and QT Imaging have opened up the QT Imaging Breast Center in Beverly Hills, California for people to come and receive a state-of-the-art breast scan. So today we are excited and honored to have Dr. John Clock, CEO of QT Imaging here with us. Hello, Dr. Clock. Well, good morning. Nice to be here. Well, I'm going to give a little brief introduction uh, for you and QT Imaging, and then we're going to dive into some questions all about QT Imaging. So Dr. Clock has served as Chief Executive Officer of the company since 2014 and as managing director, manager, and founder of the company since 2011. Prior to QT Imaging, Dr. Clock was involved in the startup of five medical companies, including co-founder and president of Biomarin Pharmaceutical, which successfully commercialized five FDA-approved drugs, scientific founder and vice president of research of Glycomed, now Ligon Pharmaceutical, sorry if I'm butchering these names, I apologize, and founding investor in Ultragenics Pharmaceutical. He also personally brought to the market a novel cancer treatment, the first rapid AIDS test, comprehensive tests for detecting metabolic diseases in children, and several drugs 
for treating pediatric genetic conditions. Dr. Clock has authored over 70 peer-reviewed medical and scientific publications and eight granted patents. That's incredible. Very impressive. So can you tell us a little bit, uh, what is QT imaging? Can you tell us a little bit more about what that, what that is? Uh, well, probably the most important thing to say is that this has been a joint effort between uh, our company and the National Cancer Institute, who gave us nearly $20 million to develop this technology. Well, why would the National Cancer Institute want to do this? I think there are three reasons. Number one, uh, there is no safe medical imaging for healthy people or for younger people in that, uh, in that situation. Uh, number two, most medical imaging is very expensive. That is, it's not really available to low-income parts of our country and the world. And number three, uh, medical imaging has its limitations in terms of image quality and being able to see everything in the body that needs to be seen. So we solved those three problems with the National Cancer Institute and have this technology FDA approved now. That's incredible. So what are some of the benefits of QT imaging scan? Well, it involves a very low frequency sound just above the spoken word. So it's more like uh, the kind of sound that bats use to find those insects. So it's very safe, uh, number one. Number two, um, it's 40 times more sensitive than MRI, which is sort of the gold standard. Now, how can it be that? Well, because we look at the individual tissue, in this case, breast tissue, from more than 1 billion different viewpoints or vantage points. That gives us amazing volume uh, images and tissue detail that wasn't possible before. So it is a technical leap. That is huge. Sounds like a game changer. We hope so. And no radiation, correct? No radiation, no injection, no compression. So what? how is QT imaging technology different than like a regular ultrasound? If it's similar, it sounds like it's sort of similar. Well, it does use sound waves, but uh, regular ultrasound uses very high frequency in the range of 15,000 cycles per second. We're talking about 300 cycles per second, so much safer, doesn't generate any heat or any side effects. Uh, number two, a conventional ultrasound looks at the reflected or the bouncing back sound waves uh, in the ultrasound machine, and we look at the sound as it goes through the tissue, therefore it gives much more detail. That's interesting. So when you guys are looking through the tissue instead of it bouncing back, do you, is, is, forgive my ignorance on this, also I'm not a doctor, so um, when, when it's going through, so to speak, d is there different levels? Like how far does it go and how does that come back to the, the image? Well, this came out uh, from oil exploration technology. And they used to be able to find oil by again, putting sound waves through the rock and the earth. And then what bounced back is what they saw. But when they figured out if they put the cameras at the bottom 
underneath the rock strata, they could look through the rocks and get hundreds of times more information. That's why we're finding more oil now. So that technical leap was applied to medical imaging, now enables us to see fine details in the tissue, uh, even down to the level of individual cells uh, and some other things. So it, it's just a technical leap and an advance and completely different than what's been out there before. And it sounds like this would solve the issue of dense breasts and the yeah. difficulty in finding tumors within dense breasts. Yes, it's excellent for dense breasts. We are FDA cleared or FDA approved for dense breast imaging. Uh, we've also done millions of dollars worth of blinded trials between uh, our technology and regular mammography and DBT or digital breast homosynthesis showing that we have higher sensitivity and specificity, especially in dense breasts. So this is a, you know, a clinically proven advance in uh, women's imaging. So is this going to replace mammography? Well, of course, mammography has been around a long time, almost 50 years now, and there really has been nothing approved for breast, breast screening for that 50 years. It's complicated why. So it is a very well uh, known and very entrenched technology. So it will take time. Uh, but at this point, I think the good news is that women have a choice. Uh, and for the first time, they can walk into the Susan Love Center, for instance, in Beverly Hills and have this scan done uh, because it's harmless and there's no radiation as there is with, uh, you know, breast uh, mammography, um, it's very open for uh, what we call direct-to-consumer or walk-in imaging. So now I think women have a choice that they didn't have before. Uh, so really uh, the ultimate decision will be for women to make in this way. So I'm considering making this choice. I've, I have moved to California, so I'm within driving distance of your center and I'm due for my mammogram. And once you go through breast cancer, I had breast cancer 14 years ago, there is always that concern of more radiation and more radiation. What is, how is that going to impact me? So I'm, I'm definitely considering uh, heading to you. Well, we have centers uh, that we're putting in throughout the U.S. We have one in Scottsdale. Uh, we have one at the NIH. We have centers that we're putting in in other places. Uh, so it's coming, but uh, we only really started placing these systems earlier in 2023. So, you, is the center that's over in Scottsdale in Arizona is that is it already open? Because I believe yes. I might know who it's that been is. Open been open for many years. It's yeah. at the Vincent Center. Yep. Yep. That's really incredible that that, that is here, that um, our listeners, you know, they have that opportunity to go someplace local, you know, if they're in Arizona, for those who listen in Arizona, you know, they can go someplace local and, and have access to this technology. And a beautiful choice because we hear from a lot of women who don't want to have a mammogram because of the radiation, so they do nothing. And then they're relying on self-exam. So now you've provided an alternative and an and improved alternative to mammography. Yes, I just do want to make it clear um, because of the FDA, we're not advertising 
it as a replacement for the mammogram at this time, but uh, you know, women can make that choice. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to take just a short little break to rock out and then we're going to come back and we're going to keep talking about QT imaging. So this week's musical guest is the blanks. Let's rock out. That was The Blanks. They are one of our favorite bands. We love rocking out to them, taking a break from some of the serious and, you know, just having a little bit of fun. So we are here with Dr. John Clock, CEO of QT Imaging, talking about what QT Imaging is and the, the technology that's come along and how that's beneficial in the breast cancer um, and imaging, breast imaging community, um, even prior to breast cancer. So I have a question for you that um, I want to be sure to ask. Um, when a woman goes to the imaging center to get the QT imaging scan done, what what should she expect? Is like, if, you know, if she's a visualizer, like it's, you know, versus the mammogram, we know, all know what that does. The, an ultrasound, we all kind of know, you know, it's this little wand and they put some jelly on and, you know, you get the imaging that way. What kind of experience would they, should they expect going into a QT imaging scan? Well, these centers generally are more spa-like and that's by design because uh, 
about half the women do uh, come in, walk in on their own. So we wanted it to be a little different. So uh, the women gets a gown, uh, a very nice cotton gown usually, and goes into the scanning room. There's a table about the size of a regular exam table. It has uh, an opening in it about 10 inches and there's a water bath in that opening. She puts her breasts into that water bath, which is warm and uh, basically stays there for a few minutes. And in that time, uh, the armature that has the sound waves in it goes around. There's no sensation, there's no feeling. And uh, that's the scan. It takes a few minutes and uh, then the other breast is also scanned. So there's no contact with anything except water. And uh, you know, it's about half the women fall asleep during the process, so it's very comfortable. That's that's cool. I'm I'm gonna have to check that out. I don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I had a double mastectomy myself. Um, so, is there? Speaking of that, is that something that somebody? Because I know sometimes you know I have to go in for an ultrasound to check a spot. You know, that's kind of like hmm, what is that? It's just a you know fatty piece or what's going on. Um, is that something that could be looked at through? Uh, QT imaging scan instead of an ultrasound? Well, it, it is very good for women uh, that have implants. So it can see behind and around the implant. We also scan men. Uh, so, you know, it it really is goes all the way into the chest wall. Uh, we can see calcifications and all these other things. So it's fairly comprehensive. I would say we've also uh, done infant imaging. Uh, this is animals, but uh, we're the first scanner that will able to do baby imaging, and that will be coming out in a couple of years. So uh, it also does orthopedic imaging. So it's a more comprehensive solution, uh, not just uh, like handheld ultrasound. So these results have all been published, and uh, you know people can look up. Uh, on our website to see those results also. So it's a wow. it's a very sophisticated uh, imaging system. So who else can use the technology besides, the, you know, it seems like it's going to be available for just about anything. Well, uh, in the future, one of the places <laughs> we are targeting is low income areas. So we're putting a scanner in the Uganda um, Breast Cancer Center in Kampala. That will be for a very fast diagnosis and treatment of breast cancer, uh, where you know they don't have resources to do that. So we're very excited about using this in low-income areas as well. Uh, it runs on 20 volts, so it can be solar powered. It can go on airplanes or ships or trucks or you know anything uh, in the field. So we're excited about the fact that the technology is inexpensive. Uh, and easy to operate. And uh, of course, there's no risk. That's incredible. What kind of research is being done with QT imaging? Well, we have over 100 publications. So uh, I guess the research areas that we're going into now would be what's called real-time imaging, you know, where certain procedures can be done in the scanner. Uh, normally, you can't do any kind of procedures in MRI or CT. It's very difficult. Uh, so that's one area. The second area that I'm excited about is, again, infant scanning, you know, where we can scan newborns and babies and 
little children that can't talk. So um, this is a passion of mine, and I we have done all the experimental work and, and everything. We just have to, you know, develop something that's good for those little ones. But, you know, th this is my excitement about this technology. That's incredible. <laughs> There's so many things, I think, that this is just going to open you know, so many doors and, you know, for access and, and that imaging piece that we all need, you know, for, you know, an early detection, you know, that might not necessarily be available out there or, you know, that people don't want that radiation risk and they can come and, and do this. So I think. And the is... affordability and the, the, the portability Mm -hmm. the, to bring worldwide at, at, at an affordable cost. That's that's an amazing uh, legacy. Well, hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I have one more question for you, and you might not know the answer to this one, but um, when somebody goes for one of these scans, um, is that something that's covered by insurance, or is it still such it's still new enough that the insurance prefers it to be out of pocket. No, there are five uh, insurance codes for this technology. So oh, good. Uh, one of the problems with uh, insurance codes is they're like airline seats. There's hundreds of prices for mm -hmm. every airline seat. So we cannot make any guarantees about coverage, but there are ways to apply for it. Uh, but I would say that the, cost of this technology if a woman walks in to, to a center is less than the co-pay they would make for uh, more of the conventional advanced imaging like MRI or handheld ultrasound or even diagnostic mammography where costs are fairly high. So women do need to look at what their costs would be. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're very reasonable and most of the centers are very reasonable and, and their walk-in uh, cost and it doesn't have to be done as often uh, as mammography so that's another advantage but one of the things we're trying to do uh, is to give women more choices and more control over their breast health and so we're hoping that women will certainly look at this and do all the analysis and all the you know, questions that they have and, uh, you know, make a choice about whether this is something they want to do, uh, looking at all aspects of it. But uh, certainly, um, you know, we've scanned over 15,000 women so far and just finished a huge study of almost 500 women who had both the mammogram and the QT. And more than 99% of the women, of course, preferred uh, the QT to the mammogram. So, we're publishing those results and providing them to the FDA. Uh, so, uh, you know, the experience of patients now by law is required to be considered uh, regarding health approvals. Uh, so that's very positive movement, I think, uh, where people can take more control and more have more, you know, uh, more to say about what, what their health care is going to be like. Are those studies available for the public to view? Yes, uh, we have. All these studies are published. Uh, one, the, a couple were just recently accepted, so they're not available for another few weeks. But they're available through our website. Yes. Well, 
Ashley, we should definitely share those on social media. <laughs> yeah. I would personally love to read them myself. Yep, absolutely. The website is qtimaging.com. If anybody wants to go and check that out, we will definitely share that. I have one last question for you. I know I said that a little bit ago, but does a woman need a referral from a physician to go get this imaging done? You know, most imaging it has a health risk to it, so of one sort or another. So there usually is a requirement for a referral from a physician. Uh, because this has no risk uh, and, uh, you know, it's basically uh, completely safe, uh, a woman could be referred by a physician, that's fine, but she can also self-refer. So. We, this is a walk-in type of procedure. And so, um, you know, that's certainly available. Some women may not feel comfortable uh, self-referring and want to talk to their doctor. That's fine. Uh, but again, we're just trying to make it more available. And I think the only way we're going to really lower healthcare costs and improve our healthcare is by offering two things. One is newer technology, which mm -hmm. of course is more mm -hmm. accurate. And number two, a direct-to-consumer where people can come in and, and look at these things and make their own choices. And, uh, you know, of course, the cost is certainly lower for direct-to-consumer than it is going to a large hospital. Absolutely. I agree on both points. And uh, other quick question is, do you receive the results right away? I know as survivors, getting the results right away is very important because your anxiety having gone through cancer is mine is typically off the chart. So do you get those results right away? Well, it depends in our center here in San Francisco area. Um, I, I'll talk to the person right after their scan, no problem. So they can get the result at the same time. Usually what happens though, is we have a, a, a whole bunch of different doctors that read these scans and write a report. Uh, written report usually is very important. So um, I would say that comes usually within 48 hours. So, you know, if, if it's over a weekend, it might be a little longer, but yes, they do get a report uh, very soon. And another question I have, uh, overdiagnosis is always buzzing around. So because this imaging is so intense and you're seeing millions of, of views, is that going to increase overdiagnosis, do you think? That's a good point. Uh, there is a big controversy in uh, healthcare right now with overdiagnosis and overtreatment. So um, that is one of the challenges of, of all breast imaging. And uh, one of the things the FDA has asked us to do in personal conversations with them is to reduce what's called a false positive. I think that's what you're talking about. A right. finding right. that doesn't mean anything, but it worries the woman and she has to come back and have more testing. So we have shown in these studies that are published that we reduce the recall rate. So it is a better uh, a better thing for women. Uh, we also have other things that the technology does, such as determine the doubling time of anything in the breast. So if we see a spot, we can just follow up very shortly in just a few weeks and confirm with that person that, you so know, that everything, actually... is, everything is stable. And this little spot that we're seeing 
uh, is not changing. And so we can just follow it. So you're going to actually reduce the overdiagnosis is what I'm I'm gathering because you can follow and you aren't having additional radiation by following again and again. That's correct. Wow, this is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow, wow. I mean, I think we've this is exciting technology that's coming out or it is out, but it's hopefully coming out even broader and in more areas and more readily available. So I know we're excited over here at Chuck for a Lump to see that and to experience that ourselves even. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Clock, for your dedication to breast cancer and all cancer and infants and your work with Dr. Love. I want to pass on my condolences. I was a uh, definitely a big fan of hers and she always graciously is shared time with me whenever I was at a conference. And uh, so thank you for your collaboration with her and your your dedication. Great. Well, thank you, Ashley. And thank you, Holly. It's a pleasure to meet you. Great meeting you Likewise. too. And we have okay. a, our, our Check for a Lump challenge each week. And so we have a quick question. This week's question is, where can you find more information on QT imaging or QT imaging locations? Dr. Clock, I think that that's a question for you. Well, that's the website, qtimaging.com. So go there and check it out. Awesome. And I see also that there's a qtimagingbreastcenter.com website. What is the difference between those two websites? Uh, well, Beverly Hills site has its own uh, imaging website. And of course, the, our company has its own site, plus our site in San Francisco has its site. So nice. And nice. It's Scottsdale, of course. So, uh, yep, people can just go on and Google it, hopefully find it. Awesome. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for being okay. on our show today. Before we end... I want to thank our annual sponsors for helping make this podcast possible. Arizona Center for Reconstructive Breast Surgery, Cancer and Blood Specialists of Arizona, Arizona Diagnostic Radiology, Cigna, Mint Dispensary, Pfizer, SonoraQuest Laboratories, and True Leaf Harvest. This has been Checking In with Chuck for Lump. Thanks for listening.